Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. guys i hope you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world my name is boom shaka and i welcome you to my channel i'm so grateful that you guys are listening and watching and subscribing commenting all of that i'm really really grateful in this video i want to speak to you guys about how i believe and this is just something that is coming up from my conversations with a lot of the infj females out there now i've already done a video on how we have a very androgynous personality as an INFJ. So a lot of the INFJ females come across very masculine, um, which is the case for me. And a lot of INFJ males that I speak to complain about the fact that they are very perceived as very feminine and um, they're not really playing the typical role, the masculine role, that you're the macho man and you're supposed to take care of the female and all that stuff. And so that's one of the reasons why they have a hard time connecting with the females in their life. Now, we do have to realize as human beings that these are all roles and, and ideas that have been placed into our psyche through advertising, 
United States of advertising. This is something I heard recently. Through advertising, through societal standards, through unwritten messages, through all of these things that are told to us but not really said out loud, right? You don't you don't ever say to a person, you're a girl, well, not mostly. You don't ever say to a girl, oh, you're a girl, so, you know, you should behave like this. You should be quiet. You, the boys are allowed to do that, but you're not allowed to do that because you're a girl. In India, they do say that, uh, and I, I got said that to me all the time. That's the reason I'm so adamant about feminist rights and about making sure that my I am perceived as a human being first before a female. But uh, a lot of times you don't actually say it out loud to a girl that you're a girl so you should behave like this. He's a boy so he gets to do whatever he wants in that regard but you don't because you're a girl, right? But we get all these subtle messages being said to us all the time, being told to us all the time. But these are just messages of this era. This is the time that right now we're being given these messages. But a lot of previous cultures, a lot of past cultures, women were the ones who were in power. They were the more masculine of the of the two genders, if you want to call it. They were the ones who were the leaders of the tribes. A lot of cultures were not made, were not patriarchal, but matriarchal. Uh, still, there's a, some a few cultures in Hawaii specifically. There's a, there's a tribe. I think in the Amazon as well, there's a tribe where the female is the leader. The female in the family is the leader. She is the one who directs the man. She is the one who controls. And I'm not saying that that is the right way to do it. I'm not saying that ours is the right way to do it. I'm just saying that the reason why we believe certain ideas is because it has been told to us, either intentionally or unintentionally or subtly or not subtly, right? It's been told to us that this is the way it is. And that's what I was told for the longest time. I have a very masculine brain. It's a really weird thing to say this because I was talking to a female friend of mine recently, a female INFJ friend, and she agreed with me in the same regard that she has a very masculine brain as well, a very masculine way of looking at things. I look female. I am female. Uh, I have been born female. And so I've had to really play a role all throughout my life because women look at me and they're like, well, you should be more girly. Men look at me and they always say all the same thing to me over and over again. You should be more girly if you want to get a guy. Or you should stop being so independent. Or you should let your guy take care of you a little bit more. Or pretend to be a little bit weaker. And all that stuff. I get that all the time. Especially when I go to Asia. Uh, I, I, I stopped dating for that exact reason because I was like, I'm not going to pretend to be stupid because you're dumb. And I'm not going to pretend to be weak because you're weak. Uh, and so I was like, okay, that's it, right? So I'd rather be alone and be myself than pretend to play, play a role because I've done that for so long. From the time I was a very young child, young um, girl, when I was a girl, uh, I had always been told the same thing. You know, you pretend to be be a better girl. I was always told to be, to be better at being a girl. I don't know what that means, really. Actually, I have no clue what that means. And I really tried. I really tried to be more girly, you know, I, I tried to wear frills, but I hate frills, I hate ruffles, I hated all that stuff. I love clothes and I love fashion, and I'm not saying that at all. I love beautiful things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I like very girly things. Although I am much girlier than my sister who's an INTJ. She is a true masculine in Among Us. Like, if, if you had to choose between me and her, you would definitely say that she has more of a masculine brain than me. But I still have a very masculine inclination of looking at things and so recently I went to this um, clothing uh, where I went to a place where we were, were making bundles for homeless people as volunteering with a group of girls and a couple of guys and the girls that organized it 
really smart. So I had been chatting with this girl um, online, and she was she came across really smart, really intelligent, really focused, really organized. And she'd organized all these people and done all this amazing stuff. And I was like, wow, I'm really impressed by you. I want to help you further. What can I do? And so she invited me to come to do the bundles with her. And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. Thinking that I'm going in to meet a female who's going to be powerful and intelligent and strong. And I love being around that kind of feminine energy. Nothing to say about the girl. I'm sure she's still amazing and all that. But I went in and she was a typical very girly girl. She was pretending to be weak. She was whining to her boyfriend. She was crying and saying, oh, I don't know if I'm strong enough to do this. I was like, oh my God. And so as soon as girls start doing that kind of stuff, and this happened to me a lot in school because I went to an all-girls school, guys. All-girls school for all of my life until university. So that's 16 years of all-girls school. Because I lived in the Muslim country. I lived in the Middle East. And there was no way in hell I was going to a co-ed school there because they don't believe in that. And so I was surrounded by girls all the time. So I should know how to behave around girls. I should be more girly. I should be able to listen to that whiny, girly nonsense and be like, yeah, okay, cool, that's great. But I couldn't. I literally couldn't do it. I was there for an hour and a half. I wanted to stay longer, but I could not listen to that whining girl anymore. But the problem is that she is a really smart girl because... When I spoke to her one-on-one, when her boyfriend wasn't around or when guys weren't in the room and she was by herself and I was just one-on-one, she was really smart and really you could see that uh, there was a switch in her. But as soon as a guy arrived, she changed and she became this this maiden in need. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, ah, do you really have to play this role? Unfortunately, though, she's not at fault. It's not that it's her fault. I mean... Partly, I mean, she's taking in the the ideas that have been presented to her and going along with it. I mean, I am not, and I guess I should because I might be more successful. I might be in a relationship if I did. But she's just taking on the tenets of the society that she's living in. And society tells her that if you want to have a boyfriend, if you want to be loved by a man, then you need to pretend to be weaker than him so he can take care of you because men like to take care of women. And they're told that if you want to be in a relationship, then you need to be that weak female who's not too smart, not definitely not smarter than your guy, so you don't feel him, don't make him uh, feel emasculated. And you need to pretend. You need to pretend like you're weak and stupid. And those are the kind of women who are going to get the guys. I mean, these are the messages that are sent to us. If you look at a female like Michelle Obama, brilliant, strong female, You know that that's not always the case. But the only reason that Barack Obama can be with Michelle Obama is because he's a strong man as well. So you need the strength, right? You can only be with them uh, like that. I always say to myself that, you know, I'd rather be alone than play that role of being a female in desperate need, that maiden, that I can't do it. I just, I cannot. Like, I really have tried in the past. I've pretended. Just the thought of it makes me cringe, actually. It makes me want to puke. So I don't do it, but I do want to, I did want to do this video because I wanted to share with you guys that this is actually a quality of being an INFJ, that we are androgynous. As as an INFJ female, you're going to notice that you have more masculine traits in you, right? And so it's going to, it's going to be difficult. I don't have that many female friends unless my, all my female friends that I do have as friends are very masculine as well in that they're really strong. They're really, really smart and they're not afraid to show it. They're not afraid to show their strength. 
They're not afraid to show their smarts in front of a man. And they are still, they have still found guys to be with, a couple of them. So it is possible. It's not a myth. Uh, it's not a unicorn situation. But they are like that. And so that's why I'm friends with them. As soon as I get around females like that, and I, as I said, I went to an all-girls school. There were a lot of those kind of girls in the school. But I have to tell you guys this, that a lot of these girls did not pretend to be like that um, unless there was, a, there was a guy around or unless um, unless they were specifically told that they had to behave like that because there were no men around and they had no one to impress and no one to pretend to. A lot of these girls started ending, I mean, were smart and they showed their smarts and they were strong and they showed their strength. As soon as a guy entered the room in, in the form of a male teacher or in the form of a, a male student or anyone like that, it did happen. Then all of it just fell apart. That facade that they had they had just fell apart. And instantaneously, they became that weak, simpering female that you read about in romance novels, right? <laughs> and so I would just think to myself, what a transformation, right? Unfortunately, I cannot even blame these women for playing that role because it is so pervasive in our culture. The trend and the ideas that have been told to us perpetuated over and over and over and over again. Since the time I was a child, I've been told this, that I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life if I don't, you know, show my more feminine side. The same thing applies to when I dress up. I'm not saying that I dress up very feminine or masculine. I have days. Like some days I'll get up and I'll be like, "Mm, I'm going to wear a dress, I'm going to wear heels, I'm going to wear big earrings, I'm going to do my hair, I'm going to do that, right? So some days I do that feminine thing. Some days I'm like, oh, I just want to be a boy today. And so I'll wear really, really thick clothing. I'll wear a big jacket, a really huge jacket that kind of covers me up completely. And I'll wear pants and I'll wear mm, sneakers and I'll just tie my hair back and I'll pretend to be a man, right? So I'm not saying that our feminine side is completely dead inside of us. It's still there. It's just that we can't play that simpering role, that 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 maiden, that let that maiden in need role, like oh my god, save me! I need a man to save me, kind of role. We can't play that role as an INFJ female, but we definitely have femininity in us. I mean, if I do walk down the street. One day to the next, you can't tell because I do change my outfits a lot. I love clothes. As you can see, there's a lot of jewelry behind me see there behind me um the mirror is on the ground because i never look at the mirror Uh, i just hate looking at the mirror because i think it's one of those things that as soon as you look at a mirror you hate yourself um so i just avoid it completely i I look at what my pants look like and that's it um i do have a lot of clothes i love clothes and i use all my clothes and so i am not completely masculine person i'm not saying that i have no feminine traits at all but as a female infj i do implore you guys to understand that you are not alone and my female INFJ friend actually messaged me saying, I can't believe it. I can't believe that you actually are like me as well in that androgynous manner, that you are more masculine-minded than fem- feminine-minded. And I wanted to do this video to explain to all the INFJ females out there that it is true. It is the way we are, and we don't have to apologize for it. We don't have to feel bad for it, because it is a very different role that we're playing in the world. Um, I have to remind myself over of this over and over again that people are not used to being around women like me. They're not used to being around women like me. Women who can speak up, who are smart, who are not afraid of their own mind or their strength, who can take care of themselves, who are independent, who don't need anyone else, and all that. They're not used to being around that kind of energy. And so I look at a, at some men in their eyes and they, they shrivel up and die. And so it's fine. You know, they're not used to it. That's okay. It doesn't mean that because they're not used to it that I should try and be weaker. 
no, I don't think that's going to happen for me specifically. I know some women do that. And, and actually, one of the one of the tenets that a lot of the women talk about with each other, you know, when they're like, oh, I haven't gone on a date in ages, la la la, what should I do? One of the advice that I've had a lot of women give me, or give the women around me, because I never asked for dating advice, is that, you know, maybe you should pretend to be a little bit weaker. Maybe pretend like you need to, someone to take care of you. Maybe pretend like... Uh, you know, you're not as strong or as, as smart as you are. And I, this advice has been given around me. And I think to myself, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I close my eyes and pretend that's not happening because some women are desperate enough that they will do that in order to be with a man. I can't imagine what kind of relationship that's going to be. You're going to pretend to be weak and an idiot for the rest of your life, uh, for the rest of your married life. How is that going to work out? But anyways... The unfortunate thing of all of this is also that uh, men are told that you know they have to play a specific role as well. So if they wanted to, pl- if they wanted to be with a female that was really really strong, but all their guy friends are like, no, don't do it. It's going to be a disaster. You're going to have to. You're going to be under her thumb, thumb all the time. You're never going to be a strong man. You know, they're also given messages like that. So they're told all the time that they need to find a, a, a weak female as well. So there, the messages go both ways. It's not just for us. It's for men as well. Men are getting these messages, and that's why men are going after weaker weaker females and then that perpetuates the cycle of females pretending to be weak and stupid hate it but that's the world that we live in uh, my my own rebellion against this is i pretend not to do either of those things and if i'm gonna be single for the rest of my life that's totally fine because i can take care of myself and i'm absolutely fine with that maybe this video is a little too long oh god it's 15 minutes almost i just love this topic so much because it's so fascinating to me but i'm gonna stop the video now If you guys have any questions at all, please, please let me know. I'm always obviously here to answer your questions. And I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now.